0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Going Deep with your host, Bradley Mullis. I have a very special guest who's near and dear to my heart today, uh, Mr. Jake Smith. Jake, how are you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing, Bradley?
0: I'm doing fantastic now that I'm talking to you. So (laughs) Jake has a um, very weird... Uh, conception about about Tom Brady and and how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are gonna play out with that. Jake, why don't you tell the people what you think is gonna happen with Tom Brady and the Bucks? Are they gonna be better or worse than when they had Jameis Winston?
1: Yeah, so I I think um it's it, it's complex, right? So I think you know on on one hand it's it's really exciting that. Tom Brady landed in Tampa Bay. I think you couldn't really ask for a better situation for him. You know, he's got some strong weapons across the board. You know, he's got Arians who is, you know, you know, he revamped Carson Palmer's career and, you know, it's, it's probably the best situation he could have landed in. And, you know, I'm excited for him and for Arians. I think he's going to bring a lot to the table for them. I think, you know, overall he fits in really well with Arians culture and I think he's, you know, going to be a strong leader for the team. And I think overall, uh, the Bucks are going to be a better team. I think they're going to be a playoff team. Um, I just think that, you know, for Tom Brady, is going to be, bring a different uh, element to the game than we've seen with the Bucks in the past. You know, you look back at, um, you know, Jameis Winston and Tom Brady. I mean, just, just looking at 2019 data, uh, Winston has had over a thousand more yards than Tom Brady. He had, I think, nearly ten more passing touchdowns than Tom Brady. I mean, Winston was a top five quarterback, um, in and out. I mean, a little inconsistent sometimes, but you know, he was he was awesome for fantasy. Um, and you know, I, I think what we're really starting to see with these quarterbacks who are, you know, getting to their older older age, thirty five plus, you know, they start start playing the game a little bit differently. And um, you know, Brady, he ended up in the top twelve last year. Still had a good year but just not, not to the level he was at one point. Um, so I think, you know, the type of, uh, you know, I think uh, what, what Winston did last year is, you know, for the team it was bad. You know, he's throwing picks all the time, um, taking a lot of risks and, you know, sort of, you know, and made them end up where they were, you know, non, non-playoff non team. However, right. um, on, on the other side of that, you know, he had the ability to um, – you know, get out of the pocket, make plays, uh, take a lot of risks. He was, you know, very um, – he, he had a lot of upside.
0: He provided know. a lot of value to his wide receiver core.
1: Exactly. And, he, you know, he threw a lot of bombs, a lot of deep balls, um, you know, really benefited Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Um, you know, they were able to put up incredible numbers last year and the past, you know, few years, um, which is awesome. But I think it was – the The part of Winston that was, you know, made him able to do that is the fact that he was throwing so many picks. I mean, they would be up and down and, you know, going into the second half, they would be coming back and, you know, they would need Winston to go and do that. And I think when when you bring Tom Brady to the game, I think it's going to be a whole different Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year. You know, we're going to see... Um, Arians and Brady be able to play a little more smart football. There's going to be a lot less mistakes that are made. I think they're going to be highly efficient. Brady likes to, you know, he likes to do those five-yard dumps, um, get first down after first down. I don't I don't think it's going to be as many big plays. I think they're going to be going into the second half winning fairly often, and then it's, it's going to give them less need to go for some of those big plays. I think they're going to take more field goals. Um, so I just think overall – they're going to be a better team, but I think for fantasy wise, it's it's going to be a drop off. You know, when when you're talking about you know, a thousand more passing yards and you know roughly ten more passing touchdowns that Winston provided, um, you know that's that's going to go to Godwin and Mike Evans, and I think you know Godwin could be similar to you know West Welker or um, sorry, <laughs> not West Welker, <laughs> <laughs> thinking of the old Patriots, but you know he could be his. Um, he could be his uh, slot man, and I could see West. or um, I could see Godwin having a great year. Yeah, Edelman. Julian Edelman. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: so, so it's an interesting take that you have. Um, just by looking at the stats, you know, you see Tom Brady has about a thousand less passing yards than uh, Jameis Winston in 2019. But I don't want to discount. So I'm looking at it from the perspective of Bruce Arians is a offensive man. He is a throw the ball air attack type of coach. And I feel like that may just bring Brady to a whole nother level. So like, I mean, you look at the Pats and you look at what they did last year with Tom Brady and granted, like he looked like he lost the step. Yes, but he didn't have the weapons. He didn't have, he, he had a coach that just kind of wanted him to be, you know, and it seemed like it, a game manager. And and I see Bruce Arians sitting there giving the keys to Tom Brady and saying, go drive your Ferrari that I just gave you with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, you know? I mean, so if you look at this, Jameis Winston, 2,992 passing yards in 2018, okay? Bruce Arians takes over 2019, 5,109 yards. So, I mean, I mean, you look at that and you just think, like, it's, it, are you going to see a – huge bump in in what tom brady does and i think the i think the answer is you know we don't know we don't know how that how that dynamic is going to work in tampa bay but all i'm going to say is you have tom brady you have chris godwin and you have mike evans and to me i feel like that has the makings of if you were to throw prime randy boss on the new england patriots last season which i guess they quote-unquote, tried to do with Antonio Brown, right? Get that deep threat, get that man that can just, like, blow by everyone. So, I I look at that. I look at Mike Evans as Tom Brady's Randy Moss. And I just think that 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 entire offense is going to go berserk. I think what they need to see is if they can get a running back. I know Ronald Jones is the guy, um, but – I don't know, and I, and I think Ronald Jones will be good because I won't be able to load the box against him, But I think what they need is that kind of James White type of guy, and I think you'll see a lot of value if they bring in that kind of kind of James White type of type of running back.
1: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that makes sense. And you know, coming off of what you're saying, I I do think you know, Tom Brady coming to Tampa Bay, I expect uh, him to. To to progress a little bit versus last year with some of his new weapons, Mike mm. Evans compared to Randy Moss, that might be a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> seeing as Randy Moss is one of the best to ever play the game, but you know, he's,
0: don't take me there, Jake. He's a good, don't take he's a me good. There.
1: I'm sure, I'm sure if Mike Evans heard this, he'd be really excited. <laughs> but uh, maybe we'll know. just
0: have to tag him in it, then.
1: <laughs> so, but no. what? Qu- question for you, Bradley. This is this is what I'm wondering. I think a lot of people are wondering this too. You know, we, we know Mike Evans and Godwin are going to have a, a lot of value still. You know, but um, where where do you think this moves your rankings for them for those two? So, I mean, Chris Godwin, I would have thought of him with Winston as you know maybe an early second round or late second. Um, does this change anything for him and for Mike Evans?
0: Um so i'll i'll be the first one to say is i think i think you can pick up mike evans in later rounds because i don't think he's going to have as much value as say, chris godwin is going to have i think chris godwin i think what you'll see is chris godwin being used a lot lot more and i think he he i mean you're gonna see a drop off no matter what in productivity right but it's that gambling aspect of you know, that kind of biting your nails. Is he going to repeat what he did last year? Because he could. He could, but I think you'll see a drop-off in numbers for sure. I think I think you'll see a bigger drop-off in Mike Evans, uh, minus the the games that he has three receptions for 220 yards and three touchdowns. But i th- I think what you'll see is Chris Godwin being used a lot more, and I think Chris Godwin has a lot better chance to retain those numbers that he had last year than Mike Evans. And and one thing that I want to point out too, and I don't want to you know throw this player under the bus because I think that he's also going to be a, a great addition and a, and a good steal and hopefully if you have him in dynasty, um, he'll he'll be really good for you next year. OJ Howard, OJ That's, Howard yeah. is going to be a great tight end. I mean, Tom Brady, you just look at it historically, right? Tom Brady has an affinity for his tight ends.
1: Yeah. Yep. I it's exactly what I was going to bring up to you. Yeah, I think he he seemed, he's very interesting next year with Tom Brady.
0: I would agree. Do you think he's gonna put up numbers similar to like Rob Gronkowski would in his prime?
1: I or I mean he, yeah, he's look, he's a freak athlete. Incredible upside and a lot of talent. I mean, I don't think that he'll amount to you know what, what Gronk would do in his prime, but I I am very excited to to see what he can do with with Brady, though, I think it's going to up his game a lot. He's going to become a bigger part of the offense, and you know, you may you could draft him, you know, as a steal in maybe the sixth or seventh round. So, yeah, that's that's going to be extremely interesting.
0: Right, I'd love to bring up the the statistics right now for for Tom Brady statistics versus the um, versus tight ends when he um when he has a good solid tight end out there because you know. I mean not to open up like sore rooms but Aaron Hernandez um you know when he you know when you had him and Gronk on the same team it it was berserk but at the same time you know it's just going to come down to to how how BA plans on using them right and I yep. think that I think what you'll see is a is a really really aggressive football team for the next 2 years because I look at this as Bruce Arians is last hoorah and Tom Brady's last hoorah. And I think everyone knows it.
1: So what what do you think what would you expect from Tampa Bay next two years?
0: I can't tell you what Tom Brady would expect.
1: No, but... no, I wanna hear what you what you expect.
0: <laughs> so so you know over the course of like many years I've learned that I mean many years when I say over the course of my like 24 years of life and my like, like, 14 years of coherently understanding football. Um, the speculation doesn't mean a lot, right? I I would love, and this is, and this is just me. I would love Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. I'll, I'll say TB12 in TB in TB for the Super Bowl. I would love that to see Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers being the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. But I would love it compounded by Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots being there right with them under second-year quarterback Jared Stidham.
1: That, that would be incredible. I mean, I, <laughs> Bill Belichick is, you know, a god of football, but I'm, I don't know how he's going to take this team. To the Super Bowl, but I would love to see it. I think he's just getting bored, and he wants to see how good he is.
0: If, if they even win the AFC East, Jake, I'm telling you, dude already is solidified as one of the greatest coaches of all time. If he somehow takes this team, even to the playoffs, there's no question about it. I mean, there's he's already... no question about it. They might as well rename the trophy the Bill Belichick trophy.
1: He's, he's already the greatest of all time. I don't even think that there's a question there.
0: I mean... I, I just I, – I've never seen someone so unbelievably good at their job. Yeah. And and, and I keep – because we we keep looking at this, right? We keep looking at, at oh, Bill Belichick, is he going to be good without Tom Brady? And I think we're forgetting they went 3-1 and one when Tom Brady was suspended. You know? Bill Belichick tried to trade Tom Brady. Bill was Belichick that was- tried to – he tried to <laughs> trade Tom Brady to the 49ers. This guy wanted think, Jimmy G. He wanted Jimmy. They,
1: they made it to the playoffs with that Brady too, didn't they? They did. I. Yeah. You know
0: what? I. 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 I think it was. Oh, who did they have?
1: It was Matt Castle.
0: So, so they went to the playoffs with Matt Castle.
1: Who? Who's the castle? Exactly.
0: So, so I think I think what you're gonna see is is, and I think Belichick knows this better than the rest of the NFL, is that the team the team is a team, and football is a team sport, and one player is not gonna make or break your team. Granted, I think the New England Patriots as a team were pretty poor last year, but I think Bill Belichick knows exactly what he has to do. To get this team winning again, and it's not gonna be uh, relying on a quarterback. I mean, Brady's first season when he was in the playoffs, I think I think he had a couple of games where he threw for 126 yards and they won the game. So I mean, that's just type the type of coach that Bill Belichick is. And I mean, I I I I wish I knew what was gonna happen, but I can tell you what I would love to happen, and I can tell you that Tom Brady's expecting two Super Bowls by the end of this.
1: I I just so badly want. Jameis winston to sign with the patriots and see you know if you can take winston's level of talent and you know give us bill's mind and see what kind of you know what kind of product could come out of that i mean i don't know if he's that coachable you know under bill belichick system but i think that'd be a a really interesting story you're
0: telling me i would love that to watch two teams switch quarterbacks and then duke it out and somehow end up all the way in the super bowl I mean I mean Jefferson got that LASIK eye surgery too. You know he's not about to throw 30 picks again. He can see now, man. He can see all right. now.
1: <laughs> all right, all right.
0: Let's let's talk about let's talk about the the QB merry-go-round. All right. Yep. First person I want to hit on this list is Philip Rivers for the Indianapolis Colts. Good signing or terrible
1: signing? I I, I kind of was... Ho- so here's the thing about the Colts. They set up their team perfectly for Andrew Luck before he retired. They rebuilt that offensive line. The offensive line is incredible. Their defense has come together. Um, you know, the receivers are okay. You know, we got T.Y. Hilton, a lot of upside there, and, you know, good running back and back. But I felt like the Colts were one of the best teams that just needed a quarterback. Um, Phillip Rivers, I think, you know, he's... He, he's a good quarterback, and I think he, he's the kind of guy who needs that really strong offensive line. So I, you know, I think it's a good fit. I think it's a you know, a step up from, um, from what they had last year. So you know, I, I see the Colts getting back to the playoffs this year. I think they'll make a run. I don't think they're going to get to the Super Bowl or anything, but I think Rivers gives them the, the veteran help to uh, push them up to the next level.
0: So if you're a Colts fan, you're not pissed that you're not taking for Trevor Lawrence?
1: Um, I just think their team is, is too well built right now. I mean, they they got the team completely ready for Andrew Luck to to go win a ring. I mean, they were – I I feel like they really put together the team really well, and they just need to plug somebody in. I, I wish it was somebody better than Phillip Rivers because I think, you know, you give them the right guy, um, they can make a run. But, you know, and I, I don't, don't know if Rivers is going to be that guy. He's had a, plenty of opportunities with some really stacked offenses with the Chargers, and he, you know, wasn't able to make it happen in any of those times. So I, I'm not feeling extremely confident, even though he's in a good situation. You know, I wish, I wish just a little bit better quarterback could have um, gotten to the Colts, but not wasn't a whole lot of options outside of, you know, Tom Brady. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts?
0: I mean, I w- I would agree. I think I think they put themselves in a good situation to make a run to at least be close to the playoffs, um, unless you see a Philip Rivers fallout like you saw an Eli Manning fallout last year, or two years ago.
1: Drafted um, in Rivers- the same year, by the way.
0: <laughs> I yes, I know. Don't remind me. Um, <laughs> I love I love Eli though. I wouldn't trade him for the world, man. Two Super Bowls wouldn't 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 get anything less. wouldn't Wouldn't expect anything less. Um yep. But I think that they that they made a, a good decision. I think, um, what what you worry about when you have Philip Rivers on your on your offense, and I guess I guess it's the same thing if you have Eli Manning or even Jameis Winston for that matters. Ball security and making smart decisions. I mean, you see, um, last year I think he threw about twenty interceptions. Um, but the year before that, twelve and ten. Right. Well, the year before that, twelve, and then the year before that, ten. Um. So I think what you'll see is is if there's a good Phillip Rivers, you have a really, really good Indianapolis Colts team. If it's a bad Phillip Rivers, you have a mediocre Indianapolis Colts Colts team. And I'm pissed that I didn't get Trevor Lawrence. That's my yeah. view on it.
1: And I, I just feel like I, I feel like he wasn't in that bad of a situation last year with the Chargers. You know, you got Mike Williams, Keaton Allen. Um, You had some weapons, you had Melvin Gordon, Austin
0: Eckler coming out of the backfield and you're going to tell me that, that the Chargers were a subpar football team. I mean,
1: 2018, he was looking pretty good. I mean, I I think they ended up 11 and five or 12 and four and, you know, he's looking good and just couldn't get it done in the playoffs, but I thought last year we really saw a drop off in him and I, I don't know, I, I understand where you're coming from. It's, you know, if you're going to get a Phillip Rivers, that's, you know, in the decline and You're not going to be able to make a run. Then, kind of, what's the point? I mean, you might have been better off grabbing like a higher risk player, like you know Cam Newton or Jameis Winston, and at least you know you got the upside. Um, And you know, if it doesn't work out, you you still might be in the running for Trevor Lawrence. But with this, you know, it it could be one of those scenarios where they end up going, you know, ten and six, seven. Or five and eleven. I don't. No, no. I think that's outside the range of outcomes i mean they went what did they go last year eight and eight or seven and nine with um five and eleven they're five and eleven last year yeah
0: five and eleven.
1: Wow. okay all right i, I guess the uh yeah i guess uh he wasn't Just able throw, to get throw it your done har- but... throw
0: your whole argument away jake you got no argument. Nah. <laughs> 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 throw i mean your hey whole
1: t- t- tell away. me all right tell me am i wrong here so i mean they had a backup quarterback last year as their starting quarterback so you you know that there wasn't much to work with the guy got literally thrown into the fire uh, like what was it a couple weeks before the season started Andrew Lux says he's retiring so the whole team got thrown oh, off
0: oh you're are you talking about are you talking about what the Colts went last year or were you asking yeah what the, what the Chargers went last yeah. year oh
1: I was talking about the Colts
0: oh oh no 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 hold on hold on the
1: Colts went yeah they were close to the playoffs I thought
0: yeah no the Colts had a good team last year they went um let's see here. It went...
1: They went. They were they were in it with the Titans. They were in. Oh, it, they went. They went.
0: No, they went seven to nine. They still sucked. Last okay. Year. Yeah, but, third in the AFC yeah, South.
1: But yeah, I mean, you put you put uh, Rivers in there. He should be a, a step up um, from Brissette. So you know, you oh. go from seven to nine. I'd expect him to make the playoffs or miss it by a game or two.
0: What do you see the difference of being? What's the difference in teams from the Chargers to the Colts?
1: there there's really not a huge difference to me. I think the, the chargers were pretty built, um, you know, good weapons, decent O-line, decent defense. That's, that's where it's, it, it was a little bit underwhelming um, them, them getting him. But I think for the, for the Colts, it's going to be an upside. I think they can make the playoffs at least with them. But, you know, again, it's not, it's not going to get them a ring. I don't, I don't, I don't see that happening. They should have either been in the game for Tom Brady or, you know, took another, took a shot on someone else. Personal yeah. opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And then
0: you, and then of oh, all, well, how about, how about um, the Chargers now? Um, Austin Eckler being the main guy in the backfield, Melvin Gordon going to the, the Broncos. Do you understand that signing? I don't understand that signing.
1: I've never not understood a signing so much. <laughs> I just I, I i don't get it. <laughs> Philip Lindsay's been great. Reece, Royce Freeman's been okay. I mean, I i just i don't get it. Now, now,
0: now, let me tell you. Hold on, because Cause, Philip Lindsay has been a a great great running back, but you know, last year you have you have Vic, who wants to go, and Play with Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay getting splits, you know, and philip Philip Lindsay is the way better running back. the way better running back. you know Than who then then Vic, oh not sorry <laughs> then <laughs> then <laughs> then Royce Freeman. Yeah, I now, mean, but now you see, but now you see this is this is what pisses me off about teams and why and why I. I hate, I hate when free agency signings are dumb. Is you have Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon's not going to get all the touches. You have Royce Freeman, Royce Freeman's not going to get all the touches, and you have Philip Lindsey, who's also not going to get all the touches. So what are you going to do with? The, so you got a three-headed monster in the backfield. So you got everyone whose fantasy value takes a huge hit. They're going to get one third of the carries. It's it's ridiculous. The only thing that you can yeah. hope for is that two of them go down.
1: Yeah, I gotta, I gotta imagine that Royce Freeman takes a a major step back and think that it's you know going to be Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon. Hopefully, you, it's, hope. you know, sort of a fifty fifty with those two, because at least we can get some fantasy value there. But yeah, it's kind of frustrating. I don't, I don't know what you know why they decided to do that. Hopefully, they can you know hopefully maybe we could see a trade or something for one of those three running backs it'd be good to see them on another in another situation
0: yeah i mean i i just i i don't understand the signing and and, and i don't even want to talk about it let's switch topics teddy b to carolina what do we think
1: uh, you know it, it was real weird it, it was i was really really surprised by this one i mean you got cam newton who's just you know, loved in the community there. I, I get that he's injured, and you know, you got to have sort of a another p- plan in place. But I, to me, you know, I, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he he was good a while back mm-hmm. when he was playing for the you know for the Vikings. You know, I'm, I'm a Packers fan. Had to uh, had to watch some games with him, and he was a good ball player. And I, you know, he played okay last year with the Saints when Reeves went down. I mean, good enough to to keep them winning.
0: We're Um, gonna say he played okay.
1: Well, yeah, he was okay.
0: He didn't play okay, dude. He played fantastic. I
1: I think I think
0: fantastic.
1: I think you're getting Bridgewater confused with Michael Thomas (laughs)
0: because Michael Thomas,
1: Michael Thomas played fantastic with Bridgewater, but he was—I mean—he got the job done. He was on a. He was gonna.
0: I can't even listen to this anymore. What are you trying to
1: say? I, could, I would you,
0: turn off our podcast by now. You, 27 minutes in. I would, I would not even we, listen to this. Can
1: we look really at think? the stats? Can we look at the stats? I don't really think that he was. Teddy I Bridgewater. Mean, he was,
0: Here it is. Here it is, dude. I'll read it to you right now. All right. Teddy all right, Bridgewater. In five games started, 5-0, and 0, 133 completions, 196 attempts, 1384 yards in 5 games, 9 touchdowns, two interceptions.
1: That's that's not really that great. All you
0: need all I'm just saying all you need is just a little shining light and he got paid for it too. And good for him. And I, I yeah. think and I think the Panthers I think the Panthers they lost a lot of players on defense this year. I think they're going to be terrible. But I think the Panthers on offense is going to be incredible.
1: You know, and I, 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 I think it's going to be yeah. so fun
0: to watch.
1: Okay, so I I get it last year. You know, he's on the Saints. He's on probably one of the most high-powered offenses in the league. You know, he steps in as a backup. It's tough to do, and he does pretty well. You know, he's you know averaging roughly two two touchdowns a game. You know, pretty good on the yards. Um, you know, so he, he did well, and now you're going to put him into a situation which seems really good. I mean, he's got Christian McCaffrey at running back. Um, you know, obviously he can – you know, he could be passing to him and he'll get some touchdowns from McCaffrey. Um, and then on the receiver front, you got DJ Moore, who's developing into probably one of the best receivers in the league. Right. Um, Curtis Samuel is nice. And I i mean, I was amazed that they, they signed Robbie Anderson. Right. So he's he's looking at some weapons there. And I, on on top of all of that, like you said, they lost all of their defensive pieces. So that means that they, you know, probably going into the second half, are going to be losing a lot of games which means that we could be seeing some additional volume from Teddy Bridgewater so i, I i'm I'm kind of with you it's it's very interesting you know
0: i mean we could we could talk about how Christian McCaffrey is that entire offense too so i mean however you want to turn it i mean you're you're going to see a lot a lot of dump offs and i bet you you see I, I bet you see CMC being used a lot similar to Cam Newton about of of like him getting and then who um Kyle Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, Arizona okay. Arizona, strong. But anyway, Here's, you're going you're gonna to see what, a lot of Christian McCaffrey being used.
1: Ken McCaffrey – so, you know, we understand the concept of progression. Is there yep. any way that – I mean, McCaffrey is going to a new OC, new system. You know, do you see any possibility that he regresses a bit just based on, uh, you know, playing time, uh, the way they're playing – um, is he going to lose some, um, you know, I, I are, is this coaching staff going to want to take the risk of having him be the goal line back, which he was a hundred percent of the time last year.
0: If, I mean, if, if I'm,
1: if, if I'm the first Panthers,
0: in. If the Panthers want to, to keep McCaffrey as like a, a franchise, you'll, you'll find out soon enough. If the Panthers see McCaffrey as a franchise running back, they ease up on him and they make something more manageable. Cause you cannot be sitting here getting all these touches that he was getting, running the ball all the time, touching the ball. It seemed like almost every play, Jake, this man was touching the ball on every play. If they want him to be able to progress in his career, if they see him as a franchise running back, they'll ease up on him. I'll tell you what, if they're going to just let him go, if they're just going to let him go, you'll see them. They'll use him every play, every damn play.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm with you though. I don't. You know this. This new coach. I think he's. You know, he's got a lot ahead of him. You know, he's not really looking a one year deal. I think he uh, is, is going to want to ease up on him a little bit. I, I'm. I think there's going to be some regression coming for for him. But obviously, you know, we're all still taking McCaffrey with the first pick of the draft. So there's really no mm-hmm. argument there. Quality, um, not
0: quantity, right? What,
1: what What did you think of the Robbie Anderson signing?
0: So um, I'll be honest. I, I was I was a little shocked because I was so used to to DJ Moore and and Curtis Samuel and I really thought that that would be fine for the Panthers on offense. I think Robbie Anderson. I'll never say a team can't have too many weapons, and I think Robbie Anderson gives them that that deep threat. Um, even though Teddy Bridgewater won't use it much, it expands the field for the Panthers, yeah. and I and I think. I think you'll see, you know, like I said, a really, really good Panthers offense. I think you'll see a really, really bad Panthers defense, which means that I am drafting the Panthers offense players in in my fantasy football draft today, or draft today, I wish today. In my fantasy football drafts this year, I'm drafting the Panthers players pretty dang high because I really, really think that this team is going to be chucking the ball and it's just going to have to be the offense that keeps up with the defense.
1: You know, I, I I definitely agree. I um I mean, regardless of the scenario, I think I'd be drafting DJ more high. He's he's a future star. Yep. Um, but yeah, I I think like you said, they're going to be down, going to be throwing a lot. It's it's, it's going to be a fun team to watch next year.
0: Yep, exciting games. Um, Mariota to 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 Oakland. What do you think of that trade? And you oh, know, I'm sorry, not trade signing. And what does it do?
1: You know, it's real. It was real um, un uninteresting to me. I guess um, I, I, you know, I'm I'm not a huge believer in those Oregon quarterbacks. Um, never have been. I, you know, never. I've <laughs> never like been a, a believer. Little salty,
0: of, little salty from Pac-12, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just you know, they always look so good in college. They come out and they just don't perform in the NFL. I mean get ready for you know the next guy here Justin um, Herbert Herbert yeah I mean we'll we'll see I mean could be different but I I wouldn't be you know taking him with the top 10 pick for our NFL franchise but but anyway I think um, I think Derek Carr's real real average he threw some, he, he had some flashes early on in his career of him looking pretty good Mm-hmm. And I know um, Mariota, you know, wasn't bad when he was he was running, um, but I, I'm at the point where I just I don't see Mariota as a as a first string guy. I don't see him as a starter. I think he's going to be a good backup.
0: Yeah, usually um, when you lose your job to Ryan Tannehill, that means they are pretty bad.
1: T- In Tannehill, Tannehill, might might not be bad though, man. Well, I, I think he's
0: he better not be bad because he got paid.
1: He, I think he deserves it. I think he had a bad situation in Miami.
0: Get the hell out! Um, Get the what? hell out! What? Get off my podcast!
1: What are you talking about? You talking Ryan, about the AFC? You're gonna, you're what? gonna, you're
0: gonna pay Ryan Tannehill, but you're not gonna pay the guy that did all the work for him.
1: What? What are you talking about? The guy that did all the work for him.
0: Uh, I'm talking about the biggest, baddest running back in the game, D. Henry.
1: I mean, I. Derek, Derek Henry was well. I think right now you're you are currently illustrating how much you don't believe in Mariota. If this is what you're saying, Tannehill walks in, they start winning, they make it to the AFC Championship with Tannehill, but with Mar- Mariota they couldn't do anything near that.
0: Jake, there's a difference. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, Tannehill. Now here's the thing, and and I'm t- they're they're probably sitting there, and I could see all the coaches gathering in a locker room, not a locker room in the office, and they're being like. So, they're looking at the stats, and they're like, Marcus is losing us games. And they're like, can we put someone in here that just won't lose the game? There's a difference between not losing the game and winning the game. And and let me just tell you, Ryan Tannehill does not win you the game.
1: Oh, my gosh. You know who, Ask, you know, like... you
0: know who does win you the game? The guy who runs 286 yards and gets, like – Ten receptions for another 120 yards, and then scores like four touchdowns. That's who wins you the Tell game. But you're going to well, franchise well, they, that guy. No, you're going to franchise that guy. But you'll pay the guy who's throwing the dump offs to the other guy.
1: Okay, I I want to be straight up on this. Derrick Henry deserves money. He is a he is incredible. I'm not nothing against Derrick Henry. I think he deserves a a long term deal. I think you know it's pretty it's pretty awful you know how the
0: how running backs the, are devalued in the game yeah how they're, it, it's, yeah um,
1: i mean they they get stuck with rookie contracts it's a you business, know and once though. once it's they're done with their rookie deal they've lost you know they put so many miles on that they can't even get a big contract so the, i i think the nfl nfl needs to make some changes with running backs they they need to you know structure their contract as rookies where you know they have bigger performance you know bonuses, uh, bonuses something like that yeah because it's 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 unfair how um running backs are being treated right now in the nfl they, based on they do contract. get robbed
0: if, if there's one position that i don't want to play in the nfl it's running back
1: yeah your, your position
0: yeah. is short-lived and you don't get paid at all
1: like look at i i want you to look up alvin camara's salary just google it sometime it is appalling I'm. I'm, I,
0: I'm gonna take you up on that. I'm gonna Google it.
1: Google it. Google Alvin on, Kamara. Is it six
0: figures? Is it six figures?
1: Yeah, it's six figures.
0: Unreal. Hold on.
1: It is not seven figures.
0: Eight hundred and seven thousand dollars.
1: Can you can you believe Alvin Kamara? We're talking like superstar running back. The past few years is getting under one million.
0: It's his rookie contract, man. That's
1: I mean, he, he, he tears an ACL next year, and we're talking about a guy who, you know, sure, he still might get signed and everything, but this is a guy who has probably already deserved 40, 50 million for what he's contributed he, to the team. So, so
0: he gets it this year, though. He gets 2.13 million this year. Uh,
1: I, I guess that's, you know, a step in I guess the right that's direction. Good.
0: I guess that's good. Step in the right. It's a
1: step, yeah.
0: Over four years, he only made three point eight five million. That's not right, man.
1: It's it's terrible. Right. it's terrible. It's terrible.
0: You got Tom Brady, old ass Tom Brady on crutches, making what twenty five?
1: You, I mean, you got like yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And I I understand that you know their running backs are more injury prone later on in their career. So change the structure of their contracts so they can get paid more at the time that they deserve.
0: Yep, top loaded, right? You know,
1: yeah, I mean, top load their contracts. Like they, they deserve. You know, if they're if they're going to be done at the age of thirty, thirty-one years old, then make sure they get paid before that.
0: Yep, and we wonder why Adrian Peterson was playing all these years and still is playing. I think
1: um, he's not human.
0: Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I bet, I bet you, I bet you, when he's fifty years old and walks out of bed and and falls straight to the ground, he's human. I bet. I all bet right. you, all right, <laughs> let's, let's do.
1: So we both agree, Derrick Henry deserves much more money than he got.
0: I, I would agree. Um, so, so I agree from an emotional perspective because I I I I think that he deserves it. My mind, like like if I'm thinking with my brain, you got to run it like a business, and you know you can't pay running backs, and everyone knows they can't pay running backs, and I think yeah, that's what they're doing.
1: It's it's like a it's like. NFL teams they're they're finding like an arbitrage opportunity when it comes to running back. I mean, you look at like the Packers, you know, and they they just draft you know guys in the fourth, fifth, sixth round, and you know eventually they find a guy like Aaron Jones who works that you know they're paying you know minimal too. I mean, it's it is what it is, but it, I, we got to do something about that.
0: Yeah, and you get and you get some players that you know, or some teams that they just use like three of them. Or like like the Denver Broncos are gonna do, or like they just sit there like 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 the RBCs, the running back by committees, they're they're so frequently used these days, um that it just it 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 does it doesn't only and, and fantasy wise, right? Or fantasy doesn't even matter, but but fantasy wise it devalues them, but real life wise it also devalues them. Because because yep. they're just not that that singular guy is just not that important anymore. And yeah. it happens, you know, it's 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 the position. It's the position you play almost in real life, right? So like if your job is is can be done by others, you're less valuable. That's just how it is, you know? If yeah. if you're a if if you're and I'm and I'm and I'm not talking talking any smack about about any any jobs or whatever, but like if you're a if you're a white collar guy doing a job that's that is just like making like powerpoint or like with no strategic initiative involved in like any decision you're just you're just like an intern almost right like you're just grinding it out as an intern you're taking snapshots of these pages and you're posting it to a powerpoint and then you manage someone's calendar right so let's just say that and and then you have I don't know a investment banker that runs all of these strategic data models and can get you a 25% return year over year on your investment. That guy's going to make a lot more money than the intern. You know? Yeah. And 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 it's a, it's a it's a really really bombastic like comparison. Like that that that's a crazy comparison. But you know, that's just how it is. I mean, it, it's it's a shame, but it is. It's 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 not fair, but it happens, right? So that is what it is. Running back and running back contracts. Yep.
1: Speaking um, speaking of running backs, one last thing, Todd Todd Gurley. Let's do last thoughts I, on Todd Gurley I, here.
0: I was just about to bring that up to you, um, Todd <laughs> Gurley going back to Atlanta. What a what we're well, going back not to Atlanta. Back to Georgia. What a sight and what a what a great thing that's gonna be for him, his family, and and for all the fans. Um, I think it's a win-win. Um, I would say Rams, I think they saved about ten and a half million dollars in cap cutting him. And I think that what you see is a a a shell of a person that he not a person, a shell of a player that he used to be because of the the injuries. And I think um you know, if he treats his body right this off season, you're going to see a resurgence of Todd Gurley. But like that, res- that goes back to the contracts, right? Todd Gurley, you give him a huge contract, and then he goes and does that. You know, he ends up getting cut. I mean, that's you know, I that's, think he's that's, still that's the, the yeah. world, that's the world that we live in, right?
1: Yeah. So what do you what do you think about his um, you know last year versus this year? What do you think performance wise? What are you expecting?
0: Uh, nothing, nothing but better. It should, it yeah. should, it should definitely improve, and I would definitely expect it to improve.
1: It it kind of sounds like, and I guess it's you know in in Atlanta's favor because they got him on. I think it was like five million bucks or something, but it sounds like they're going to let up the reins and let him you know do him, which is you know the twenty eighteen Todd Gurley that we knew. They sh- um,
0: they should, yeah. and and he yeah. he is going to, I mean. You look at it this way, and it, and if he fits with that offensive scheme, which I think he does, because Devonta Freeman fit in it, and Todd Gurley is a running back style similar to Devonta Freeman, but way better than Devonta Freeman. So these and what yeah. and younger than Devonta Freeman. So I think you'll see Todd Gurley's numbers definitely improve, and I think you'll see him him fit into that scheme a little bit better.
1: If these these guys need to. Get their offensive line together, because if, if they can get a couple, if they can get a couple pieces together, this is going to be a heck of a fun offense to watch next year. I mean, mm-hmm. it already is, but you know, between Calvin Ridley's emergence, you know, obviously Julio and you know, old Matty Ice, always good. It's going to be a fun team to watch. I hope they, you know, uh, invest some draft capital into some offensive linemen, maybe even pick up a guy on free agents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it, it would be nice to see. You know Todd Gurley emerge again, so and Matt, and Matt where, Ryan not
0: on the floor, always. Yeah,
1: where where do you um expect to draft him, fantasy wise?
0: Oh man, that hits the heart, man. That hits the heart. Um,
1: we're you woo. know we're talking about a guy who was you know first pick of the draft a few years ago, and you know he's looking around there, and now you know uh, I, last year I think was the early third round because of I, the injury risk.
0: I think maybe fifth maybe six it's not it it's it's not going to be higher than the than the third round that he was drafted at last year you always have to have that reservation right it's it's a gamble right i mean i mean if he's there late fifth maybe i pick him up but yeah uh, honestly i don't know i feel like i feel like so so i'm the type of guy that normally stays away from people that have nagging injuries and when it's your knee and you're a running back, or your ankle and you're a running back, or any part of your leg and you're a running back, I get a little nervous drafting you, and I tend to kind of shy away from from that type of of, of player.
1: This is coming from the Dalvin Cook truther. This is
0: true. This is, this is true. I did, I did. I did. That's that's the one. But but it's completely different because when it's auction and you're running low on running backs and you need to get one. You, you, <laughs> You pick up Dalvin <laughs> Cook and apparently that just works out for you. You go get your entire I, your entire core concept of your life. But man. I mean I mean but it, the thing is is though is though Dalvin Cook got hurt and I also handcuffed with Alexander Madison. Let's 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 be clear here clear there. I sure. handcuffed with Alexander Madison. But Todd Gurley played on an injury. And there's nothing that makes me more nervous than players playing on injuries when they don't feel 100%. I feel like the difference between Dalvin Cook last year and Todd Gurley this year is the simple fact that Dalvin Cook took time, healed, and then came back stronger. It's all about the recovery phase, I think. And and I don't know because Todd Gurley has been having that nagging injury for two years now. Two years now, you know. You know, what's going to, what's going to happen? I don't know, but I, I I would probably shy away from Todd Gurley this year.
1: Yeah. I, on, on the other side, I think that, you know, if they can, if they can improve their offensive line a little bit, I, I'd feel a lot better about it. Um, I think obviously, as you said, there's, there's some risk in there. I mean, he's got his injury. I think, you know, Devonta Freeman was injured last year because they had, or he has been injured because they've had offensive line issues for a while. Um I, I do think though that the upside outside outweighs the risk i mean we're we're talking about a guy who was the number one running back a couple of years ago not that long ago, and that's gonna you know unleash him, I think is you know on a high powered offense i think you know i I think I'm taking this guy early third round, you know maybe late third round, but i don't I don't think you're gonna be able to get him any later than that. you hear me yep all right all right so.
0: So, um, just go ahead and run it back.
1: Yep, we will do. Okay, so, you know, talking about Todd Gurley, um, I think looking at him last year, he really was, you know, handicapped. I think, you know, first of all, they were, you know, pulling the reins back on him because of the injury risk. And, you know, he's their franchise running back. The offensive line was in bad shape last year in L.A., you know, so you know, guy who this is a guy two years ago who was the number running number one running back in the league. I think for that reason it's it's still fresh. I think he's he's got a lot of opportunity and the Atlanta Falcons at the same time really haven't invested that much capital. So I think they're gonna, you know, let the reins loose. I think they're gonna let him play. And I think there's just a ton of upside with him. So I, I would be surprised if you could get this guy anything past the third round. I think he might even fall into the second round. Um, I know I'll, you know, he's he's kind of one of those guys who could end up being a league winner for you. So, you know, I I definitely think he's going to be worth the risk at his at his value.
0: Well, there's there's your hot take for all all the listeners out there. If you um, are a big risk taker, um, go ahead and draft Tiger Lee. If you're not like me, then probably stay away from him. Um, <laughs> unless unless you get him for 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 cheap, I'd. I don't. I couldn't. I not imagine having a roster full of two people, and my my second running back or my third running back is or my my flex or however your league is set up. I couldn't imagine that running back being Todd Gurley, um, based on what's what's available. Um, but you know what? That's just all right. It's what makes us human. Let's talk receivers now um, just real quick, um, Jake, and then we'll start wrapping things up and end the show. Um, D-Hops and Stefan Diggs. So you D- you have DeAndre Hopkins now. I know you get all horny over it. Um, but on the Arizona Cardinals, <laughs> unreal. Can't believe I'm saying that. Um, with Cliff Kingsbury and um, Kyler Murray throwing to him. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't understand. First off, I didn't understand the trade. Um, Second off, uh, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be good on the Cardinals. I still think the Cardinals are going to be bad, and I know that it hurts your feelings, and I, I'm sorry about it. Um, but I think uh, you'll see a a, a downgrade in hops this year.
1: Thoughts? Yeah, you know, I. So if you look at Hopkins last year, he, he took a step down. I mean, obviously he's still, you know, best receiver in the game, arguably, but he was, you know, relative to the prior year, he, there was some regression with him last year. And I, I think a part of it is just him getting probably double covered as often as he does. But I, you know, so I'm, I'm sort of expecting similar numbers when he goes to Arizona, I think Kyler Murray's going to take a step forward. I think Kyler Murray is pretty, you, you know, he's, he's relatively similar to Deshaun Watson. Um, in terms of, you know, you can just escape the pocket. He's got a good deep ball. He's accurate. But not size um,
0: and not anything else.
1: Sure, sure. <laughs> but, I mean, the the, the big thing is I don't, I don't see a huge impact for him per se, but I see this as a significant impact for Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray. I think Deshaun's going to take a step down. I mean, he just lost the best receiver in the game. And then, you know, same argument for Kyler for why he's going to take a step forward. I think the, the trade made no sense. Uh, from the Texans' standpoint, but I uh, you know, I, I, you know, you got three injury-prone receivers now in Texas, um, mm-hmm. with with Keeks, um, was it uh Fuller and um, Randall Cobb, and then you know Kenny Still's, you know, he's mad, he's okay, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't, I don't no understand to in Houston. no one to yeah. talk
0: to in Houston, and,
1: and you got a star quarterback. I don't, I don't know what they were thinking, but. You know, maybe they'll, they, they'll draft a guy.
0: I'm hoping I'm hoping you'll see DeAndre Hopkins traded to the Pats here pretty soon. Can't waste <laughs> that talent, man. They got the talent. I don't know why they're wasting it. Um, I think you're going to see a sophomore slump from Kyler Murray. Just giving you a heads
1: up. You think there's going to be a sophomore slump from him?
0: Yeah, sophomore slump.
1: Are you talking about in real life or in fantasy?
0: I'm talking real life.
1: Okay. And in fantasy,
0: because <laughs> obviously it's going to be the same exact thing. I don't think he's going to be good.
1: Soon you think we... he's going to take a sophomore slump with DeAndre I Hopkins called... there?
0: Let me, let, me just, <laughs> let me just tell you, yes. Let me just tell you this. I called, about three years ago, I called David Johnson less than 800 rushing yards. And it was the same year that he got injured and then just like, didn't play or anything like that and then came back and sucked. Jake, I got a knack for these things, man. I'm telling you. Okay.
1: All right. All right. Fair enough. I, are you also forgetting Kenyon Drake is there too? I mean, this team listen, is stacked on listen, offense right no, now.
0: No, no, it's not. This team is throw stacked. the wall? You make me want to throw my. Team
1: oh my gosh. At the three, wall, dude. three stud wide receivers. Dude, the star NFL, running back.
0: Oh my gosh. The NFL posted the picture of like, Oh, Arizona Cardinals offense or something. Or what's the best the best offense in Arizona? Something, some stupid crap. And it had like a picture of Kyler Murray, freaking Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, and Kenyon Drake. Okay. You got a you got a running back from Miami that was absolutely awful and just went off for the last couple of games of the season. You think he's gonna be able to maintain that? You have a old. Wide receiver. Uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Kenyon Kenyon Drake
1: was great. (laughs) Let me talk.
0: Let me talk. This is me going right now. This is me going. We have... You have old-ass Larry Fitzgerald. Okay? Dude can barely even, like, get up in the morning. You have unproven wide receiver and Christian Kirk. Granted, I think Christian Kirk will be great in the future. Not right now. You have... You have... Tyler Murray, who is absolutely unproven has shiny moments yes but is a terrible 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 QB right now cuz he has to grow you have a great wide receiver in DeAndre Hopkins and is that it am i missing someone
1: no i no that's it
0: <laughs> that's it that team is that team is and that's that's five you think five players are going to make a team on offense no impossible i'm i'm telling you You'll be lucky to go six and ten this year with the Arizona Cardinals.
1: Wow. Okay. Agree to disagree on this one. (laughs) Ah. Don't get me riled up. All right. We'll 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 go deeper into this one in the future, but you know, I think we're running out of time here. We'll take this next
0: episode. We'll take this next episode. Um real quick one minute rundown, right? Stefan Diggs.
1: Yeah, quick quick on Diggs. Um for him, I'm, I'm excited that he's going to a team where it seems like they really want to throw the ball down the field. I felt like with Zimmer, it was always kind of tough to, you know, he, he just wanted to run. He just wanted to pound the rock. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's good to see him, you know, with getting mixed up with Josh Allen. I think he's going to take a slight step up. And I think I, I'm really excited about Josh Allen. I think he's going to be, you know, solid top five next year.
0: Diggs is going to be great. Next year, draft him ahead of DeAndre Hopkins. and But Bills are still going to lose the AFC East to the returning champions, New England Patriots. Okay. And that's all the time we have today, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And we will talk about the Cardinals and the Bills in the AFC East in general next episode.
1: All right, it's been good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right Jay. well this was actually really fun i think we got a good show <laughs> I, I think, think we do have a good show <laughs> i think you're my you're my one co-host that i really needed
1: <laughs> it's gonna be good man all right until next time
0: uh, all right i'm gonna edit it and I'll, I'll be done i think sunday usually i do it like saturday night
1: okay sounds good
0: all right dude i'll talk to you later Take all care, right. man talk to you later right, bye bye